Well, praise the Lord, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for another uh, weekly podcast. Thank God for this weekly podcast, amen, where we always build in the kingdom of God here on earth, always, I mean, always lifting up the name of Jesus, amen. Uh, The Lord spoke to me. As I was praying and meditating, amen, and and God wanted me to share a word on this weekly podcast. And I want to encourage us today that, amen, God is all we have. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, God is all that we have. God, amen, is all that we need. God is all that we should be looking for. Amen. And I want you to know that if God don't do it, it won't be done. Amen. All we have to do is hold on to God and everything will be all right. Amen. Everything in this world will change. Everything in this world will fade away, but God won't change. He is our solid foundation Amen. And God, he's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Amen. So all we need and all we have is God. All we should know, amen, in this day and time is almighty God. All we need is God. And all we should see is God. Amen. Because he's the source of of everything hallelujah he's the same today yesterday and forevermore amen god wants us to know people of god that he has a work and a ministry for us to do in the earth and we are significant we are valued as ministers of the new covenant the new covenant of grace And mercy through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 3, 16 through 18, and in verse chapter 3, verse 6, it says, Who have also made us able ministers, servants, uh uh-huh, of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit, for the letter of Killers. <clears throat> Hallelujah. See, the letter, letter is the law. Amen. And Paul spoke about this law in Romans chapter 7. Amen. And he says that the law has dominion over man as long as he lives. Uh-huh. Paul also encourages us that in, 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 in verse 4 of Romans chapter 7, he said, Wherefore, brethren, ye are become, you have become dead to the law of the letter by the body of Christ. Amen. That we should be married to one another, even to him who has risen from the dead, which is Jesus Christ, that we should bring forth fruits unto God. Hallelujah. Verse 5 says, 
for when we were in the flesh, uh-huh, the motions of sin, which were in, in by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruits of death. Hallelujah. Yes, the, the, the sin, amen, the motions of our sin that, that resides in his flesh, because Paul said that there is no good thing that dwells in this flesh. So the word of God in verse 5, amen, it says in Romans chapter 7, it says, for when we were in the flesh, hallelujah, how many know that we should not walk after the lust after the flesh, but after the lust after the spirit, amen? If we follow the the the, the, uh, the following of the spirit, amen, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So Paul was telling us, amen, in, Rome, in Romans chapter 7, verse 5, he said, the motions of sin, which were in, which by the law did a work in us, being bringing forth fruits, amen, unto death. Verse 6 says, but now, uh-huh, we as believers are delivered from the law. Thank you, Jesus. That we're not no longer under the law. Amen. But we're upon the grace. So he said, but now we as believers are delivered from the law. That being dead with within, we were held by. That we should serve in the newness uh -huh, of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter that brought forth death in us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We would have not known sin. You and I would have not known sin if it wasn't for the law. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We would not know if it, we, we were speeding, amen, if it wasn't a, 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 a speed zone letting us know how fast or how fast not to go. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So we wouldn't have known sin if it was not for the law. For Paul found out, amen, in Romans chapter 7 and in chapter 8, amen, if you go and read it and study it, Paul found out that it was two laws, uh-huh, with, with in his members, with, with in his body. There was two laws, and it had strife between the two. It had conflict, amen. Yes, it was a conflict with the law of the Spirit, that make us us righteous and the law of the flesh that separates us from God. Amen. In Romans chapter seven and in chapter eight. Thank you, Jesus. I pray. Amen. As I continue, I pray that someone gets some out of this uh, weekly podcast. Amen. As the Lord uh, spoke to my heart and spoke to my spirit and I'm speaking unto you amen as Paul was telling us that there is a conflict with the law of the spirit that makes us as believers righteousness and a law of the flesh that separates us amen from God thank you Jesus he also says this he says to the Corinthian church and he also speaks to us today Amen. Expressly through the spirit. He says that we are made ministers. You and I, amen, are made ministers 
of the New Testament, of the new covenant of grace. Not with the letter, amen, that brings death and kills. Amen. Verse 7, hallelujah, in 2 Corinthians, thank you, Jesus, uh, says this. It says, but if the manifestation of death written with engraved it in stones was glorious so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses, Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away with. Hey man, see, we no longer under, amen, the old. We no, we no longer under the law, amen, and this dispensation, but we're up under grace. Hallelujah. So back then, it says that the, the mineralization of the death written, amen, and then carved in stones, which was the commandments, was glorious because it was the law. It was the commandments of God, how they should live and conduct themselves. He says, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance. See, Moses had the glory mm, of God on his life. See, God wants his glory, hallelujah, to rest upon us. Amen. So he says that that glory of his countenance, which the glory was to be done away with, Verse 8 says, how shall not the manifestation or ministry of the Spirit be far glorious? My God. Hallelujah. Verse 9 says, for if the ministry of condemnation be glory, much more do if the ministry or the manifestation of righteousness exceed glory of the letter. Even that which was made glorious had no glory in disrespect by reason of glory that is seated in Christ. Hallelujah. Just hold on with me. I'm just, just, just go with me. I'm, I'm going somewhere in the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. So Moses said that that glory was, was to be done away with. Amen. But it was a four more seated glory. Amen. And righteous farther than the letter. Amen. That was a man written and engraved it in stones. That was glorious. It was so glorious that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses, a man of his glory, of his countenance. My God. For in verse 11, it says, For if that which is done away with, which is the law, amen, for if that which is done away with was glorious, Watch this now. Much more that which remains, uh-huh, is glorious, which is the spirit of the living God and his grace. Seeing then that we have such hope in God and we use great plainness of speech. See, I'm, I'm, we, Paul said it so plainly. Hallelujah. It says, as not as Moses which put a veil, uh-huh, he put a veil and a covering over his face that the children of Israel, watch this, could not steadfastly look at the end of that which was abolished, 
which was put away in that time. Seeing when we live in, see people, God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. See, when we are living in sin, uh-huh, and when we are living in the law of the flesh, remember I said that Paul found out that it was two laws working within his members. There was two laws working within his body. Hallelujah. So Paul said, or, or said this is to the, to the Corinthian church. He said that Moses had to put a covering over his face. So the children of Israel could not steadfastly look at the end of that which was abolished, which was put away in that time. See, when we are living in sin, people of God, and we are living in the law of the flesh, we cannot look at the glory of God. Mm. I'm going to say that again. When we are living in sin, or when we are living a sinful lifestyle, we cannot tarry, we cannot look at the glory of God. See, that's why Moses had to put a veil and, or a covering over his face when he went before the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Why? Because the children of Israel was living in sin and they was afraid of Moses because the Moses was in the presence of God. Moses went up to Mount Sinai to get the law, to get the twelve or uh, the Ten Commandments. And he dwelled in the presence of God for 40 days. And when he came down to amongst the people to present a word from the Lord, because Moses was a mediator. Amen. And we are mediators today for, uh, of God's people. Amen. Well, people cannot reach God. God allow us to enter in and get a word to take back to the people. What thus says the Lord. But when Moses went back, he was so radiant with the glory of God that the people got scared because of the lifestyle that they was living. Amen. So what Moses had to do was he didn't want to scare the people. So he had to put a veil and a covering mm, over his face. See, the children of Israel, the people of God's minds was blinded for until this day. Hallelujah, the word of God said that same veil or covering, amen, was untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament. Which the veil or the covering is done away with in Christ. Why? Because we are in the New Testament time. We are new in this new dispensation, which is the grace of God, the grace and the mercy of God. Hallelujah. So the children of Israel at that time, minds were blinded, as the words say, until this day remaineth the same veil or covering undertaken away in the reading of the Old Testament. My God, thank you, Jesus, for taking the veil away from over our eyes, over our face. The scripture says when Christ died on the cross, when he gave up the Holy Ghost, when he gave up the ghost on Calvary's cross, when he, when his work on earth, amen, was finished, the word of God says that the veil or the covering in the temple 
was rented from top to bottom. So the glory of God was no longer hidden from men and, and women that we may have a right to enter beyond the veil or enter beyond the covering of the curtain that separate God and man. Hallelujah. It was done away with within Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 15 in 2 Corinthians, amen, chapter 3, it says, But even to this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their hearts. My God. What, what God wants us to know, people of God, is our hearts and our face, uh-huh, don't have to be veiled. It don't have to be covered the hit, to hide the glory of God anymore. I'm going to say that again. What God is saying to us is that our hearts and our faces do not have to be veiled. It. It don't have to be covered to hide the glory of God anymore because God wants to show forth his glory here in the earth. My God. The word tells us, people of God, that we are the light of the world. And our light, which is the glory of God, shines in darkness. Hallelujah. St. John, amen, chapter 1, 3 through 5 says that in verse 1 it says, All things, somebody should say all things, were made by him, Jesus, and without him, Jesus, was nothing or anything made that was made. Hallelujah. And in him, Jesus, was life, and the life was the light uh -huh, of man. And the light... Praise God. It's the glory of God that shineth in darkness, that shineth in the ignorance and the wickedness of the world and the darkness of the world. And the people, the word of God declares of the world, comprehended or understood it not. They could not understand the glory of God because it had been velded and covered. Their hearts been covered. Their hearts were velded. And their minds were blinded. Oh my God. People of God, Jesus, amen, is the true light of the world. And John the Baptist bear witness to that light unto men. We have to bear witness of that light unto men. John said that Jesus, he, Jesus, was in the world, uh-huh, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. My God. Jesus walked in, the, in this earth, God in the flesh, was here in the world. The world was made by him, but the world knew him not. Why? Because the world was in darkness. The world... Amen. Had a veil over their eyes where they couldn't see the glory of God. Their mind was blinded and veiled it by the enemy. Hallelujah. But I want you to know that God today wants to take away that veil. 
in 2 Corinthians, hallelujah, in chapter 3, verse 15 says, but even to this day, uh-huh, when Moses is read, the veil is still upon their hearts. Verse 16 said, nevertheless, when it is turned to the Lord, so we got to turn it to the Lord. Somebody should say, turn it to the Lord. Amen. Once you turn it to the Lord, the word of God said, the veil shall be taken away. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for taking the veil away from us, from that what was hiding us, that we couldn't see your glory. People of God, I want to encourage you. Amen. As I do this, this, this weekly podcast, amen, that God wants to remove the veil. God do not want his glory hidden, but he want his glory manifested in the earth to his people. Not on, only God through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, can take that veil away. That's over our hearts. Only Jesus, hallelujah, can take away the will, the blindness that's over our mind so that we can see his glory. Thank you, Jesus. For, the, for in the gospel, see, our gospel, the word of God said, is not hid. Uh-huh. But if it is hid, it's hid to them that are lost, that are still in darkness, that's still living in, in, in sin, and that still are living by the law of the flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. They're still living under the law that kills. Thank you, God. The Bible says that, that our gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is not hid. But if it's hid, it is hid to them that is lost. And whom the God of this world, amen, have blinded the minds of them which do not believe. Least the light and the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, to shine unto them. Hallelujah. See, we as believers, people of God, should know and encourage people that God is the spirit. And where the spirit is, there's liberty. There's freedom. Hallelujah. See, God wants us to know that the devil, the God of this present world, do not want us to be free and have liberty to worship God. See, the devil wants you to keep you keep a veil over your face and he wants to keep a veil over your hearts. He wants to 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 continually use you to be blind to the glory of God. He wants you to be blind to the love of God. He wants you to be blind. Amen. To what God is doing in your life. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, God. But God wants to take that veil off of your face. God wants to take that blindness off of your mind and the blindfolders off your eyes that you can see the glory of God, amen, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God wants us to know that we all with open faces beholding a man as a glass of glory, the Lord. And when we see and receive the Lord, amen, and his glory in our life, 
Amen. We are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. What, what am I saying? What you're saying, preacher? I'm saying the more you and I take off this veil, the more we allow God to remove this veil, amen, the more we read and study God's word, the more we become in the image of God as we were created. Because we was created in his image, hallelujah, and in his likeness. Amen? And it's important, I'm going to say that again, it is important to allow God to take away the veil so that other people can see the glory of God on and in through our life. See, we want to draw people to God. We want to reveal God to, to people, not veil it, not hide it from the people of God. We want people to see the glory of God in our life and on our life. Amen. That we may draw them to God to let them know that God is real. God can and will transform your life if you let them. So God says that we are ministers. We are servants of this New Testament. We are ministers of the law of the spirit. Where there is freedom, amen, I want you to know there is liberty to serve God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are not ministers of the letter of the law that kills. I'm going to say that again. We are not, God has not called us to be ministers of the law of the letter that kills. Because Jesus came that we may have life and have life more abundantly. Hallelujah. The word of God says in, in Ephesians, he said, we are saved by grace through faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Not a work, least any man should boast. Amen. So we are ministers of the spirit. We are ministers of grace and mercy in this dispensation through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, people of God, we have this ministry of reconciliation that God has commissioned us and charged us with. We have this ministry as we receive his mercy and we faint not, amen, that we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully like some are in the world today, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves or giving ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God because we want people to be saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, people of God, we must know that it is important how we walk and represent God and his kingdom. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Hallelujah. See, we, we got to commend ourselves or give ourselves over to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Amen. Because we want people to be saved. We want to lead, lead people to Christ. We want people to see the glory of God upon our life. So that's why we shouldn't hide. Amen. The word of God. We should not hide the glory of God. We should not put no, no veil so people cannot see the glory of God. 
because the veil has been taken away. Christ has taken away the veil of old. Remember I said that when Christ, amen, gave his life upon the cross, hallelujah, he said that in the temple, the veil, the curtain, the, the, the covering that, that separate man and God was rented from top to bottom. That means that man, we have free access to enter in, into the presence of God. No longer do we need a man. No longer do we need a high priest. But God said we can come boldly, high God, to the throne of grace, seeking God for hope and grace and mercy in the, in the time of need. So we want, we want to, uh, 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 people to get saved. We want people to see the glory of God. We want to see people to see the known power of God in our life and through our life. Amen. So we don't want to veil the glory of God. We want, we don't want to hide the glory of God. Cause freely is given, free, we must give it away. We got to show people that, that God is still in the transforming and saving business. God still is in the healing and delivering and restoring business. Amen. We don't want to hide and heal and, 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 and yield and, and, and cover what God is doing in our life. We don't want to keep it to ourselves because God gave it to us. He's anointed us. He blessed us that we may be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. So we want as man, as ministers, amen, of, of reconciliation, as ministers of the New Testament, as ministers of the New Covenant, amen, as ministers of the law of the Spirit, hallelujah, we want to let the people know that there's freedom in God, there's freedom and liberty in Christ. We're not longer, no longer, we're no longer ministers, amen, of the letter of the law that kill us. Hallelujah. But we're upon the grace. See, we was, if we were still in the old dispensation, amen, all of us would be stoned to death for all of the wrong stuff that we'd have done. We'd have been stoned to death. We'd have been killed. Hallelujah. We probably been, would have been beheaded and, 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 and hung and, and, and a lot of stuff that was going on in the Old Testament dispensation time. But we're no longer under the law, amen? But we're up under grace. Not saying that we don't, we should break the law, amen? But we should uh, uh, abide by the law, but we're not up under the law. We're up under grace because through grace, through faith, that we are saved through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, the Old Testament was a tool. It was a school to teach us. Of what to come, how to live our life. Jesus said it in himself. He said, I did not come to change the law, but I came to fulfill it. Thank God that we're upon the grace. So we should always renounce the hidden things of dishonesty. Not walking in craftiness or, or mishandling the word of God deceitfully like some people out there in the world, like false prophets and the false teachers are out there. But we should use the word of God and handle the word of God with truth, amen, to lead people to God, to show forth the glory of God in their life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God want me to tell you to take off that veil. Take it off that people can see the glory of God in your life and through your life. That people may be drawn. They can the Bible, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said that we are we are a chosen. In First Peter said we are a chosen generation, a raw priesthood. Amen. 
of chosen people in a royal priesthood. We was called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Thank you, Jesus, that we may show forth the power of God into other people's life. So we should always commend ourselves and give ourselves over to every man's conscience, amen, in the sight of God. We don't want to lead them astray. We don't want to tell them nothing wrong. We don't want to tell them, uh, thus says the Lord and the God has said. We want to tell them what God said through his word, amen, because the spirit comes where the word is. So it's, we must know that, people of God, that it's important that we, 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 hallelujah, walk and represent God and his kingdom. Because people of God, we don't want to be, uh, 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 have people's blood on our hand for not leading them in the right direction. I want you to know that, that we should not commend ourselves or need as to say as other epistles and letters or commendation to, to you or the letters or commendation to others. Amen. Trying to make ourselves to be something when we're not. But the word of God says that we, that we are letters. Hiya. Glory. We are letters. We are epistles written in our hearts. Known and read of all men. So it's important how we carry ourselves. Why? Because people are watching us. They're watching you for two reasons. Some people are watching you to condemn you and tear you down. But some people are watching you so they can be drawn to Christ. Because they see the glory of God on your life. They see the hand of God on your life. So the word of God says that we are letters. We are epistles. Written in our hearts, known and read of all men. People are watching you, men and women of God. How are you living your life? Amen. If you live in your life with the glory of God veiled it, where people can't see the manifestation of the power of God through your life, are you walking through this life or living this life as your your you got blindfolds on that you can't see? Or, or the work of God, you can't see what God want to do in your life? Are you, are you walking with, 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 with your minds blinded by the God of this world? That you can't see God? Hallelujah. The Bible said, how can the blind lead the blind unless they both fall in the ditch? You got to be able to see. You got to take off that veil. You got to take off them blindfolds so you can see where you're going in God. See, the devil want to keep you blindfolded. The devil want to keep that veil on your face. The devil don't want you to, to manifest the power of God and the glory of God in your life. So you are a letter, you are an epistle written in your hearts, known and read by men. For as much as we are manifestly declared to be the epistle or letters of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God. That's lived inside of you, not in the, ta the tables of stone, but in the fleshly tables of our heart. So trust that we have through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Not that we are significant of ourselves because we're nothing without God. Amen. Not that we are significant of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves. 
but we are significant. And our significancy is of God. Amen. To do a work of God here in the earth. To do kingdom building. Thank you, Jesus. See, God wants to use, amen, us. And he wants to take the veil off the people's eyes. So they can see Jesus. And how do we see Jesus? They see Jesus. They see the glory of God through our lives. We are the ones that God has called out of darkness. Into his marvelous light. Yes, his marvelous and wonderful light. His marvelous and his wonderful truth. In our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Who is God in the flesh. Hallelujah. Yes. We have to take off that veil. Moses put a veil on because the glory of God was so heavy on his life. And the people were scared because they were living in sin. But we're no longer living in sin. Amen. No longer we have to hide. What God is doing in our life. Amen. But we must reveal it. We are revealers. Thank you Holy Ghost. Not concealers. We have a lot of people that's out there in different organizations. Amen. And I'm not trying to belittle them. Amen. But a lot of people are not revealers of God's glory. But they are concealers. They only keep it for themselves or you have to pay a certain price to get to get revealed the glory and the knowledge of God but God said freely and it is given freely you you should you freely you have you receive freely it should be given I thank you God for allowing me to do this weekly podcast and what God is telling us is that we have to learn that and to, to allow God to take that veil off. For in 2 Corinthians, thank you, Jesus. It tells us, He said that He has made us ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. Not of the letter. But of the spirit. For the letter killeth. But the spirit gives life. Thank you Jesus. It goes on in verse 13. And 2 Corinthians 3 it says. And not as Moses which put a veil over his faith. That the children of Israel could not steadfastly look. At the end of that which is abolished. But their minds, the people's minds were blinded. For until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which, which veil is done away in Christ. Hallelujah. But even until this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their face, upon their heart. Verse 16, I want to point out this. It said, nevertheless, when it, when it shall turn to the Lord, Jesus Christ, the veil 
shall be taken away. Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, is liberty. But we are all with open faces, beholding as a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God wants to take away that veil from our face. God wants to, hallelujah, take off the blindness off our mind. My God. Because the, devil, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the people where they can't see God. But God chose us to be ministered to take off that veil, to show the people of the glory of God that Jesus is real, that Jesus still saves, that Jesus still want to heal them. Hallelujah. I thank you again, amen, for tuning in to this weekly podcast with Deacon Mario McGill. Always lifting up the, the uh, building the kingdom of God here on earth. Always lifting up the name of Jesus. I pray that you got something out of this podcast, amen, that it's time to take the veil off. It's time to take the mask off. It's time to allow God to take the blindness of what the enemy put on your mind that you may see the glory of God. Moses told God, he said, God, show me your glory. God will show you his glory. He will take away that veil. He'll take away the blindness of your, of your eyes. The word of God says in John, it said that God was in the earth through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the world was made through him, but the world did not know him because they had a veil over their face. Their heart was, had a veil over it. They were blinded because they was in the wickedness and the ignorance of the world. And the world was darkness. But Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who is in me shall overcome the world just as I overcome the world. God bless you. I pray that you got some men that keep me lifted in prayer. Until next time, always stay tuned to uh, this weekly podcast. Building the kingdom of God here on earth. Always living up the name of Jesus. This is your brother, Deacon Mario McGill. I love you in the Lord. I want you to stay blessed. And keep me in prayer as well as I keep you in prayer. Till next time. Well, praise the Lord. For this is the day that the Lord has made. And let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for another uh, weekly podcast. Thank God for this weekly podcast. Amen. Where we always building the kingdom of God here on earth. Always, I mean, always lifting up the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, the Lord spoke to me as I was praying and meditating. Amen. And, and God wanted me to share a word on this weekly podcast. And I want to encourage us today that, amen, God is all we have. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, God is all that we have. God, amen, is all that we need. God is all that we should be looking for. Amen. And I want you to know that if God don't do it, it won't be done. Amen. All we have to do is hold on to God. And everything will be all right. Amen. 
Everything in this world will change. Everything in this world will fade away. But God won't change. He is our solid foundation. Amen. And God, he's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Amen. So all we need and all we have is God. All we should know, amen, in this day and time is Almighty God. All we need is God. And all we should see is God. Amen. Because he's the source of everything. Hallelujah. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Amen. God wants us to know, people of God, that he has a work and a ministry for us to do in the earth. And we are significant. We are valued as ministers of the new covenant. The new covenant of grace and mercy through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 3, 16 through 18, and in verse chapter 3, verse 6, it says, Who ha have also made us able ministers, servants, uh-huh, of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit, for the letter killeth. <clears throat> Hallelujah. See, the letter, letter is the law. Amen. And Paul spoke about this law in Romans chapter 7. Amen. And he says that the law has dominion over man as long as he lives. Uh-huh. Paul also encourages us that in, 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 in verse 4 of Romans chapter 7, he said, Wherefore, brethren, ye are become, you have become dead to the law of the letter by the body of Christ. Amen. That we should be married to one another, even to him who has risen from the dead, which is Jesus Christ, that we should bring forth fruits unto God. Hallelujah. Verse 5 says, For when we were in the flesh, uh-huh, the motions of sin, which were in, in by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruits of death. Hallelujah. Yes, the, the, the sin, amen, the motions of our sin that, that resides in his flesh. Because Paul said that there is no good thing that dwells in this flesh. So the word of God in verse 5, amen, it says in Romans chapter 7, it says, for when we were in the flesh, hallelujah, how many know that we should not walk after the lust after the flesh, but after the lust after the spirit, amen? If we follow the, 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 uh, the following of the spirit, amen, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So Paul was telling us, amen, in, Rome, in Romans chapter 7, verse 5, he said, the motions of sin which were in, which by the law did a work in us being bringing forth fruits amen unto death verse 6 says but now uh-huh we as believers are delivered 
from the law. Thank you, Jesus, that we're not no longer under the law. Amen. But we're upon the grace. So he said, but now we as believers are delivered from the law that being dead with within we were held by that we should serve in the newness uh-huh of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter that brought forth death in us hallelujah thank you jesus we would have not known sin you and i would have not known sin if it wasn't for the law hallelujah thank you jesus we would not know if we, we, we were speeding, amen, if it wasn't a, 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 a speed zone letting us know how fast or how fast not to go, amen. Thank you, Jesus. So we wouldn't have known sin if it was not for the law. For Paul found out, amen, in Romans chapter 7 and in chapter 8, amen, if you go and read it and study it, Paul found out that it was two laws, uh-huh, with, with in his members, with, with in his body. There was two laws, and it had strife between the two. It had conflict, amen? Yes, it was a conflict with the law of the Spirit that make us us righteous and the law of the flesh that separates us from God, amen? In Romans chapter 7 and in chapter 8. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, amen, as I continue, I pray that someone gets some out of this uh, weekly podcast, amen. As the Lord uh, spoke to my heart and spoke to my spirit, and I'm speaking unto you, amen. As Paul was telling us that there is a conflict. With the law of the spirit that makes us as believers righteousness and a law of the flesh that separates us, amen, from God. Thank you, Jesus. He also says this, he says to the Corinthian church, and he also speaks to us today, amen, expressly through the spirit. He says that we are made ministers, you and I. Amen. Are made ministers of the New Testament, of the new covenant of grace. Not with the letter, amen, that brings death and kill us. Amen. Verse 7, hallelujah, in 2 Corinthians, thank you, Jesus, uh, says this. It says, but if the ministration of death written with engraved it in stones, was glorious so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses, Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away with. Hey man, see, we no longer under, amen, the old. We no, we no longer under the law, amen, in this dispensation, but we're up under grace. Hallelujah. So back then, it says that the, the mineralization of the death written, amen, and then carved in stones, which was the commandments, was glorious because it was the law. It was the commandments of God, how they should live and conduct themselves. He says, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses 
for the glory of his countenance. See, Moses had the glory mm, of God on his life. See, God wants his glory, hallelujah, to rest upon us. Amen. So it says that that glory of his countenance, which the glory was to be done away with. Verse 8 says, how shall not the mineral station or ministry of the spirit be far glorious? My God. Hallelujah. Verse 9 said, for if the ministry of condemnation be glory, much more do of the ministry or the mineral station of righteousness exceed glory of the letter. Even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of glory that is seated in Christ. Hallelujah. Just hold on with me. I'm just, just, just go with me. I'm, I'm going somewhere in the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. So Moses said that that glory was, was to be done away with. Amen. But it was a four more seating glory. Amen. And righteous farther than the letter. Amen. That was a man written and engraved it in stones. That was glorious. It was so glorious that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses, a man of his glory, of his countenance. My God. For in verse 11, it says, For if that which is done away with, which is the law, amen, for if that which is done away with was glorious, Watch this now. Much more that which remains, uh-huh, is glorious, which is the spirit of the living God and his grace. Seeing then that we have such hope in God and we use great plainness of speech. See, I'm, I'm, we, Paul said it so plainly. Hallelujah. It says, as not as Moses which put a veil, uh-huh, he put a veil and a covering over his face that the children of Israel, watch this, could not steadfastly look at the end of that which was abolished, which was put away in that time. Seeing when we live in, see people, God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. See, when we are living in sin, uh-huh, and when we are living in the law of the flesh, remember I said that Paul found out that it was two laws working within his members. There was two laws working within his body. Hallelujah. So Paul said, or, or, or said this is to the, to the Corinthian church. He said that, Moses had to put a covering over his face so the children of Israel could not steadfastly look at the end of that which was abolished, which was put away in that time. See, when we are living in sin, people of God, and we are living in the law of the flesh, we cannot look at the glory of God. Mm. I'm going to say that again. When we are living in sin, or when we are living a sinful lifestyle, we cannot tarry. We cannot look at the glory of God. 
See, that's why Moses had to put a veil and, or a covering over his face when he went before the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Why? Because the children of Israel was living in sin. And they was afraid of Moses because the Moses was in the presence of God. Moses went up to Mount Sinai to get the law, to get the twelve or uh, the Ten Commandments, and he dwelled in the presence of God for forty days. And when he came down to amongst the people to present a word from the Lord, because Moses was a mediator, Amen. And we are mediators today for uh, of God's people. Amen. Well, people cannot reach God. God allow us to enter in and get a word to take back to the people. But thus says the Lord. But when Moses went back, he was so radiant with the glory of God that the people got scared because of the lifestyle that they was living. Amen. So what Moses had to do was he didn't want to scare the people. So he had to put a veil and a covering Mm, over his face. See, the children of Israel, the people of God's minds, was blinded for until this day. Hallelujah, the word of God said that same veil or covering, amen, was untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament. Which the veil or the covering is done away with in Christ. Why? Because we are in the New Testament time. We are new in this new dispensation, which is the grace of God, the grace and the mercy of God. Hallelujah. So the children of Israel at that time, minds were blinded, as the words say, until this day remaineth the same veil or covering undertaken away in the reading of the Old Testament. My God. Thank you, Jesus. For taking the veil away from over our eyes, over our face. The scripture says when Christ died on the cross, when he gave up the Holy Ghost, when he gave up the ghost on Calvary's cross, when he, when his work on earth, amen, was finished, the word of God says that the veil or the covering in the temple was rented from top to bottom. So the glory of God was no longer hidden from men and, and women that we may have a right to enter beyond the veil or enter beyond the covering of the curtain that separate God and man. Hallelujah. It was done away with within Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 15 in 2 Corinthians, amen, chapter 3, it says, but even to this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their hearts. My God. What, what God wants us to know, people of God, is our hearts and our face uh -huh, don't have to be veiled. It don't have to be covered to hide the glory of God anymore. I'm going to say that again. What God is saying to us is that our hearts and our faces do not have to be veiled. It don't have to be covered to hide the glory of God 
anymore because God wants to show forth his glory here in the earth. My God. The word tells us, people of God, that we are the light of the world. And our light, which is the glory of God, shines in darkness. Hallelujah. St. John, amen, chapter 1, 3 through 5 says that in verse 1 it says, All things, somebody should say all things, were made by him, Jesus, and without him, Jesus, was nothing or anything made that was made. Hallelujah. And in him, Jesus, was life, and the life was the light uh -huh, of man. And the light, praise God, is the glory of God that shineth in darkness, that shineth in the ignorance and the wickedness of the world, and the darkness of the world. And the people, the word of God declares, of the world comprehended or understood it not. They could not understand the glory of God. Because it had been velded and covered. Their hearts been covered. Their hearts were velded. And their minds were blinded. Oh my God. People of God, Jesus, amen, is the true light of the world. And John the Baptist bear witness to that light unto men. We have to bear witness of that light unto men. John said that Jesus, he, Jesus, was in the world, uh-huh, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. My God. Jesus walked in, the, in this earth, God in the flesh, was here in the world, the world was made by him, but the world knew him not. Why? Because the world was in darkness. The world, amen, had a veil over their eyes where they couldn't see the glory of God. Their mind was blinded and veiled it by the enemy. Hallelujah. But I want you to know that God today wants to take away that veil. In 2 Corinthians, hallelujah, in chapter 3, verse 15 says, but even to this day, uh-huh, when Moses is read, the veil is still upon their hearts. Verse 16 said, nevertheless, when it is turned it to the Lord. So we got to turn it to the Lord. Somebody should say, turn it to the Lord. Amen. Once you turn it to the Lord, the word of God said, the veil shall be taken away. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for taking the veil away from us. From that what was hiding us, that we couldn't see your glory. People of God, I want to encourage you, amen, as I do this, this, this weekly podcast, amen, that God wants to remove the veil. God do not want his glory hidden, but he wants his glory manifested in the earth to his people. Not only God, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, can take that veil away. That's over our hearts. Only Jesus, hallelujah, can take away the will, the blindness that's over our minds so that we can see his glory. Thank you, Jesus. 
For, for in the gospel, see, all gospel, the word of God said, is not hid. Uh-huh. But if it is hid, it's hid to them that are lost, that are still in darkness, that's still living in, in, in sin, and that still are living by the law of the flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. They're still living under the law that kills. Thank you, God. The Bible says that, that our gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is not hid. But if it's hid, it is hid to them that is lost. And whom the God of this world, amen, have blinded the minds of them which do not believe. Least the light and the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, to shine unto them. Hallelujah. See, we as believers, people of God, should know and encourage people that God is the spirit. And where the spirit is, there's liberty. There's freedom. Hallelujah. See, God wants us to know that the devil, the God of this present world, do not want us to be free and have liberty to worship God. See, the devil wants you to keep you keep a veil over your face and he wants to keep a veil over your hearts. He wants to 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 continually use you to be blind to the glory of God. He wants you to be blind to the love of God. He wants you to be blind. Amen. To what God is doing in your life. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, God. But God wants to take that veil off of your face. God wants to take that blindness off of your mind and the blindfolders off your eyes that you can see the glory of God, amen, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God wants us to know that we all with open faces beholding a man as a glass of glory, the Lord. And when we see and receive the Lord, amen, and his glory in our life, amen, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. What, what am I saying? What you're saying, preacher? I'm saying the more you and I take off this veil, the more we allow God to remove this veil, amen, the more we read and study God's word, the more we become in the image of God as we were created. Because we was created in his image, hallelujah, and in his likeness. Amen. And it's important I'm going to say that again. It is important to allow God to take away the veil so that other people can see the glory of God on and in through our life. See, we want to draw people to God. We want to reveal God to, to people, not veil it, not hide it from the people of God. We want people to see the glory of God in our life. And on our life, amen, that we may draw them to God to let them know that God is real. 
God can and will transform your life if you let him. So God says that we are ministers. We are servants of this New Testament. We are ministers of the law of the spirit. Where there is freedom, amen, I want you to know there's liberty to serve God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are not ministers of the letter of the law that killeth. I'm going to say that again. We are not, God have not called us to be ministers of the law of the letter that killeth. Because Jesus came that we may have life and have life more abundantly. Hallelujah. The word of God says in, in Ephesians, he said, we are saved by grace through faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Not a work, least any man should boast. Amen. So we are ministers of the spirit. We are ministers of grace and mercy in this dispensation through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, people of God, we have this ministry of reconciliation that God has commissioned us and charged us with. We have this ministry as we receive his mercy and we faint not, amen, that we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully like some are in the world today, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves or giving ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God because we want people to be saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, people of God, we must know that it is important how we walk and represent God and his kingdom. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Hallelujah. See, we, we got to commend ourselves or give ourselves over to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Amen. Because we want people to be saved. We want to lead, lead people to Christ. We want people to see the glory of God upon our life. So that's why we shouldn't hide. Amen. The word of God. We should not hide the glory of God. We should not put no, no veil so people cannot see the glory of God. Because the veil has been taken away. Christ have taken away the veil of old. Remember I said that when Christ, amen, gave his life upon the cross, hallelujah, he said that in the temple, the veil, the curtain, the, the, the covering that, that separate man and God was rented from top to bottom. That means that man, we have free access to enter in, into the presence of God. No longer do we need a man. No longer do we need a high priest. But God said we can come boldly. Our God, to the throne of grace, seeking God for hope and grace and mercy in a, in a time of need. So we want we want to uh, 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 people to get saved. We want people to see the glory of God. We want to see people to see the known power of God in our life and through our life. Amen. So we don't want to veil the glory of God. We want we don't want to hide the glory of God because freely is given, free we must give it away. We got to show people that, that God is still in the transforming and saving business. God still is in the healing and delivering and restoring business. Amen. We don't want to hide and heal and, 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 and yield and, and, and cover what God is doing in our life.
We don't want to keep it to ourselves because God gave it to us. He's anointed us. He blessed us that we may be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. So we want as men, as ministers, amen, of, of reconciliation, as ministers of the New Testament, as ministers of the New Covenant, amen, as ministers of the law of the Spirit, hallelujah, we want to let the people know that there's freedom in God, there's freedom and liberty in Christ. We're not longer, no longer, we're no longer ministers, amen, of the letter of the law that kill us. Hallelujah. But we're upon the grace. See, we was, if we were still in the old dispensation, amen, all of us would be stoned to death for all of the wrong stuff that we'd have done. We'd have been stoned to death. We'd have been killed. Hallelujah. We probably been, would have been beheaded and, 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 and hung and, and, and a lot of stuff that was going on in the Old Testament dispensation time. But we're no longer under the law, amen? But we're up under grace. Not saying that we don't, we should break the law, amen? But we should uh, uh, abide by the law, but we're not up under the law. We're up under grace because through grace, through faith, that we are saved through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, the Old Testament was a tool. It was a school to teach us. Of what to come, how to live our life. Jesus said it in himself. He said, I did not come to change the law, but I came to fulfill it. Thank God that we're upon the grace. So we should always renounce the hidden things of dishonesty. Not walking in craftiness or, or mishandling the word of God deceitfully like some people out there in the world, like false prophets and the false teachers are out there. But we should use the word of God and handle the word of God with truth, amen, to lead people to God, to show forth the glory of God in their life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God want me to tell you to take off that veil. Take it off that people can see the glory of God in your life and through your life. That people may be drawn. They can the Bible, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said that we are we are a chosen. And first Peter said we are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. Amen. A chosen people. And a royal priesthood. We was called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Thank you, Jesus, that we may show forth the power of God into other people's life. So we should always commend ourselves and give ourselves over to every man's conscience, amen, in the sight of God. We don't want to lead them astray. We don't want to tell them nothing wrong. We don't want to tell them, uh, thus says the Lord and the God has said. We want to tell them what God said through his word, amen, because the spirit comes where the word is. So it's we must know that people of God, that it's important that we, 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 hallelujah, walk and represent God and his kingdom. Because people of God, we don't want to be, uh, 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 have people's blood on our hand for not leading them in the right direction. I want you to know that that we should not commend ourselves or need as to say as other epistles and letters or commendations to, to you or the letters of 
accommodation to others. Amen. Trying to make ourselves to be something when we're not. But the word of God says that we, that we are letters. Haya, glory. We are letters. We are epistles written in our hearts, known and read of all men. So it's important how we carry ourselves. Why? Because people are watching us. They're watching you for two reasons. Some people are watching you to condemn you and tear you down. But some people are watching you so they can be drawn to Christ because they see the glory of God on your life. They see the hand of God on your life. So the word of God says that we are letters. We are epistles written in our hearts, known and read of all men. People are watching you, men and women of God. How are you living your life? Amen. If you live in your life with the glory of God veiled it, where people can't see the manifestation of the power of God through your life, are you walking through this life or living this life as your your you got blindfolds on that you can't see or, or the work of God, you can't see what God wanna do in your life? Are you are you walking with with, with your minds blinded by the God of this world that you can't see God? Hallelujah. The Bible said, how can the blind lead the blind if they both fall in the ditch? You got to be able to see. You got to take off that veil. You got to take off them blindfolds so you can see where you're going in God. See, the devil want to keep you blindfolded. The devil wanted to keep that veil on your face. The devil don't want to, to, to manifest the power of God and the glory of God in your life. So you are a letter. You are an epistle written in your hearts. Known and read by men. For as much as we are manifestly declared to be the epistle or letters of Christ. Ministered by us. Written not with ink. But with the spirit of the living God. That's lived inside of you. Not in the, ta the tables of stone. But in the fleshly tables of our heart. So trust that we have through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Not that we are significant of ourselves because we're nothing without God. Amen. Not that we are significant of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but we are significant. And our significancy is of God. Amen. To do a work of God here in the earth. To do kingdom building. Thank you, Jesus. See, God wants to use, amen, us. And he wants to take the veil off the people's eyes so they can see Jesus. And how do we see Jesus? They see Jesus. They see the glory of God through our lives. We are the ones that God has called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Yes, his marvelous and wonderful light, his marvelous and his wonderful truth in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is God in the flesh. Hallelujah. Yes. We have to take off that veil. Moses put a veil on because the glory of God 
was so heavy on his life. And the people were scared because they were living in sin. But we no longer live in sin. Amen. No longer we have to hide what God is doing in our life. Amen. But we must reveal it. We are revealers. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Not concealers. You have a lot of people that's out there in different organizations. Amen. And I'm not trying to belittle them. Amen. But a lot of people are not revealers of God's glory. But they are concealers. They only keep it for themselves. Or you have to pay a certain price to get, to get revealed the glory and the knowledge of God. But God said freely that it is given freely you you should you freely you have you receive freely it should be given. I thank you God for allowing me to do this weekly podcast. And what God is telling us is that we have to learn that and to to allow God to take that veil off. For in Second Corinthians, thank you, Jesus. It tells us. He said that he had made us ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse six, not of the letter, but of the spirit for the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. Thank you, Jesus. It goes on in verse thirteen, and Second Corinthians three. It says, "And not as Moses, which put a veil over his faith, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look at the end of that which is abolished, but their minds, the people's minds, were blinded. For until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away." In the reading of the Old Testament, which which veil is done away in Christ. Hallelujah. But even to this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their face, upon their heart. Verse 16, I want to point out this. It said, nevertheless, when it, when it shall turn to the Lord Jesus Christ, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, is liberty. But we are all with open faces, beholding as a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God wants to take away that veil from our face. God wants to, hallelujah, Take off the blindness of our mind. My God. Because the devil, the God of this world have blinded the minds of the people where they can't see God. But God chose us to be ministered, to take off that veil, to show the people of the glory of God that Jesus is real, that Jesus still saves, that Jesus still want to heal them. Hallelujah. I thank you again, amen, for tuning in to this weekly podcast with Deacon Mario McGill. Always lifting up the, the uh, building the kingdom of God here on earth. Always lifting up the name of Jesus. I pray that you got something out of this podcast, amen.
that it's time to take the veil off. It's time to take the mask off. It's time to allow God to take the blindness of what the enemy put on your mind that you may see the glory of God. Moses told God, he said, God, show me your glory. God will show you his glory. He will take away that veil. He'll take away the blindness of your, of your eyes. The word of God says in John, it said that God was in the earth through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the world was made through him, but the world did not know him because they had a veil over their face. Their heart was, had a veil over it. They were blinded because they was in the wickedness and the ignorance of the world. And the world was darkness. But Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who is in me shall overcome the world just as I overcome the world. God bless you. I pray that you got some in it. Keep me lifted in prayer. Until next time, I always stay tuned to uh, this weekly podcast, Building the Kingdom of God here on Earth, always living up the name of Jesus. This is your brother, Deacon Mario McGill. I love you in the Lord. I want you to stay blessed. And keep me in prayer as well as I keep you in prayer. Until next time.